everybody, welcome to the Geek Generation. I'm your host, Rob Logan, joined in the studio today by Mike Volby. Hey! And Skowals. What's up? A few things, kind of housekeeping items before we get right into the show today. First of all is that Rhode Island Comic Con is coming up, and on the Sunday of Rhode Island Comic Con, I am hosting a panel with our artist friend Roger Andrews that is going to be a dynamic drawing for toys on Sunday, November 8th at 1.30 p.m. at Rhode Island Comic Con. So if you are going to the con, that is a free panel that you can go to again at 1.30 on the Sunday. Look for us there. Also, uh, a note about Random Movie Club. We are about 10 episodes into the show right now. It is a lot of fun to do, but it is also a lot of work and a lot of time is invested in it. So instead of going every week from now on, we are aiming for one every other week. I think that gives people a little more time to watch the movie, too, before we actually do it. Because I don't know what the age range of our listeners is, but I think a lot of people have jobs, including myself. So uh, because I am pretty much back to work full time now, it does make it more difficult to kind of schedule the recordings and everything. And for people that also have full time jobs, just having time to watch the movie like one every two weeks and then having the episode there for them. Mm. I know some people do want it every week, but we don't make enough money to do that. This so. thing called time. What yeah, is that? I know, right? What is that? Yeah. Oh, it's a foreign concept. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I spend all German? my free time. It's German, right? Yes, yeah, totally. I spend all my free time doing this kind of stuff. So uh, if people want that to be an every week thing, then we need more support, just financially, more listeners, all that stuff. So tell your friends about it. Uh, they can listen at thegeekgeneration.com slash RMC. And uh, just listening to this show helps out, too. But supporting us on Patreon, uh, leaving the tips on the Twitch stream, all the things and the ways that you can support us, that's how you're going to get more content more often. So until then, Random Movie Club is once every other Thursday at this point. So let's get into the show content now, starting off with our geek outs. Yay! My Bobby. <laughs> oh, Walking Dead. Walking Dead. I had That's a feeling. It. I've heard uh, Stern's been talking about it quite a bit and saying that so far this season is pretty damn amazing. So I was pretty much waiting for you to come in all excited about yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. It's it's overwhelming and yeah. somewhat confusing. There's two major things all happening and they're happening simultaneously okay. through the first three episodes. But they wasted no time with just like, hey nobody's safe and we're going to prove that to you and we're going to wipe out some major characters i have heard about one in particular that, that like, people are already speculating not no way no way yeah. Yeah. no it had to i the season started i'm like they got to start wiping people out there's mm -hmm. too many somebody they just got to start just drop them who right, cares right. just drop some people and they did i was debating without spoiling i was like i knew it's going to be one of these two who's mm -hmm. it going to be and then you feel justified in your predictions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just felt like it was time. Like they've run the, you watch the characters and like they've run their course. Sure. They've done what they've needed to do. So there's no need for them. Like just let them go. How many episodes are we into this season so far? I think three. And three. The fourth, oh, wow. The fourth is an hour. I think we're three in. And they're already doing some heavy duty yeah. stuff, huh? And the fourth is an hour and a half for some reason. Hmm. So, which by the time this airs, we'll already have aired. Yeah, but uh, it's it's good. It's just overwhelming. There's just so much happening. All yeah, that. like the season just started and they just thrusted you right into like there was no catch up. There was no. Well, that's what you want. It though, was just right? like boom and chaos and all this shit happening. Yeah, in where they're living, and then a bunch of the group are out trying to move this massive horde of what is probably thousands of zombies mm -hmm. away from where their camp is. Okay. 
Uh, so there's both of these. And people are just getting, like I said, they're just getting mauled. And not only by the zombies, but there was a group of, like, well, let's call them savages, that basically stormed into the camp area and just started wiping people out left and right, too. Okay. So it was just death upon death upon death. But it's just like... What is it called? The Walking Dead. Yeah. It, there's, <laughs> just, there's a lot of... Uh, I would say this season is just filled with anxiety so far. Is that not what people want, though? It, it is, but okay. normally... It's also why I don't watch the, the show. Right. But the anxiety of the show is normally built slowly, okay. like through character development, like people against people. And sure. this is just anxiety of like the chaos, like just pure chaos. Huh. So it, it's not that like you can feel the tension building between people. This is like you're just... This is chaos around you. Interesting. So it's a different, they've taken a, a different approach this season than any other season, which I think is really good because you can only continue a certain way for so long. So a show, show has needs, to be a roller coaster. It has to go up and it down. It needed to change. So yeah. I don't know where they're going to go with this, but if, I mean, this season's definitely, I think by the end of it, the show will have taken a major change, mm-hmm. a whole new direction. And, and I don't even feel that even Rick, who's been the main character, is safe. I don't. I don't even know that. I just feel like they're gonna pull some stunt this season, mm-hmm. and that I don't even know that he's gonna make it through, which could move the show in a whole another direction. Sure. Like, do you think just, people would just be outraged? Or do you think it no, would be because I'm like uh, at this? Let's point. see what happens. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Now at this point too, I don't think you were you've been on the show since Fear the Walking Dead had its run, and I'm curious what you thought of that. I didn't see it. Oh really? On, I have it on demand. I need to watch it. I haven't sat to watch it yet. So you don't my, feel my sister said it was very good. Yeah, she watched it and and very much. Has it been a time thing, or are you just not feeling motivated to get into more Walking Dead stuff outside of what you've already been watching? Kind of a time thing. Yeah, I'm like, all right, I got time to watch The Walking Dead. Right, and that's it. <laughs> but I I don't know how many episodes were in. Fear, I think, was either eight or or, ten, something like that. They're each an hour, so I'm like, I'm going to find ten hours of time to do this. I will watch it. Okay. But I haven't yet. Okay. I I don't know. I I care too much about these characters. Right, right. I don't feel like (laughs) learning about another group of people. (laughs) It's a whole new investment. But then at the same time, I feel like, am I missing something? Like, is that group already going to appear into this season and I won't even know who they are because I didn't watch it? Or Yeah, I don't know if there's going to be necessarily crossover, but I do remember them saying before Fear came on the air that at some point, even though Fear was starting beforehand, Mm -hmm. it would progress faster. So eventually they would kind of sync up time-wise. Which is why I feel that by the end of this season, the show is going to take a dramatic turn mm-hmm. because they're doing this other thing. So okay. there's a lot that can happen. Here. Interesting. So very good show. Cool. If, again, if you're not watching it, you need to catch up. Yeah, Rob. No, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Too stressful. I'll, I'll watch it after I play Fallout New Vegas. How about that? <laughs> oh shit! So never, <laughs> never, ever, ever, never, ever. Uh, a major. I feel it's a major announcement from Joan Soda. And uh, Bethesda, mm-hmm. who makes Fallout. Yes. So one of the the favorite things in Fallout was the soda, Nuka Cola Quantum. Yes. And, and Nuka Cola has been around since the entire run of Fallout. That's right. an early thing. So Jones Soda has partnered with Bethesda to release on November 10th, mm-hmm. which is the release of Fallout 4, an actual Nuka Cola Quantum. That's exciting. Which is exciting. Uh, it's going to be available exclusively at Target. Mm-hmm. Uh, and basically, they're rebranding their berry lemonade flavor, which is really good. It's the blue. That the is a good one. one. Yeah, it's probably their best one. 
Uh, so they're rebranding that for a limited time. That's awesome. So you'll be able to run out and get that. And I'm definitely going to get it. Oh, absolutely. And there's Me pictures. Too. If you look for it, Nerdist.com had some pictures up. Yeah. Uh, it looks really cool. The label and everything. It's so. the right color for it, too. It's like kind of radioactive looking. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, exactly. unless either that or like a, a radioactive kind of greenish color. Those were the two possible options mm-hmm. for this. I'm just curious. There's nothing about the price point, so I'm wondering if it's going to be. I doubt it'll be anything crazy. I, I mean, much. especially if they're just selling it alongside the others, there, and there's no special packaging or anything. I'm right. sure it'll be. That's pretty amazing that Target got the deal. Yeah. Of all the stores yeah. that are out there. So you have to run out to Target. I definitely am going to. I enjoy Target. So Target, I, uh, yes. Target, Target's Walmart. where it's at. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so I'm very excited about that. So yeah, and, uh, and that. Fallout 4 is right around the corner, too. I feel like it's sneaking up on us. It is. That's the other thing that's pushing my buttons here in terms of getting uh, uh, the Xbox One is Mm. Tomb Raider Mm -hmm. is coming. Plus Halo is coming. Tomb Tomb Raider, Rise Rise of the Tomb Raider, which I know Skulls is very excited about. It's going to be tight. And then, of course, Fallout. But if I get, I sit and I go, how I, I have to find ten hours to watch Fear the Walking Dead. How am I gonna find time to play three new video games? I know, and especially <laughs> like Fallout Four, that's gonna take a hundred hours, exactly, literally a exactly. hundred hours. Yeah, and, and Rise of the Tomb Raider seems like really feature rich this yeah. time around, like a lot of new customizable stuff, mm-hmm. like sort of almost RPG stuff. So oh, I feel damn. like that's gonna be like a whole nother. Yeah, in terms I still of gotta play and, through Tomb Raider. Yeah. It's, uh, no, it's it's so good. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. All right, yeah. Sam, what you got? Um, okay, so my first item here, I'm a little bit late to the party. It's okay. Um, Rocket League. <laughs> oh, yeah. Finally picked up Rocket League yep. a couple weeks ago. I feel like most people might be familiar with it, but it's essentially soccer uh, with cars. It is. And That's crazy. exactly it, what it it's is. It's soccer with cars, <laughs> yeah. which you hear that and you're like, no, pass, hard yeah. pass. Um, but the second I, I saw someone play it on Twitch, I was like, okay, and I'm... I need to get this yep. immediately because the physics are insane. Mm-hmm. You just, you know, turbo boost, riding on the walls, jumping like your the fact cars. that your cars can jump. Yeah, the fact yeah. that your cars can jump and like ride on the ceiling, like ride in the goal, ride on the walls. So yeah, I finally picked it up. It did not disappoint nope. in any way. It was exactly, uh, it was exactly everything we were just playing. We were shortly ago before we started <laughs> streaming, and it's so high energy. Yeah, it's intense. I think I curse more at that game than any other game. Not in yeah, a bad way, yeah. but just swearing at the AIs, swearing at <laughs> other people to get out of the way. Um, well, there's so much adrenaline involved. So I mean, much adrenaline. the like first game we played, mm-hmm. we got a literally last second goal. In the last second. And lost our shit. <laughs> yeah, we lost our minds. Just, just the two of us sitting here playing yeah. against the AIs. We exactly. lost our minds. And um, what was I going to say? There's a DeLorean in it now. There's a DeLorean? Exciting. Yeah, there all is. the DLC. There is. For uh, Back um, to the Future Day, they released, great. you could buy a DeLorean for, I think, two bucks. Yeah. And, like, when you, if you explode, there's a thing where, like, if you go full steam, like, full charge mm-hmm. boost into someone else, you can blow up their car. If it happens to the DeLorean, there's a big smoke cloud, and it says, out of time, and it leaves the fire oh, streaks cool. on the ground, like That's you just excellent. time-traveled. Yeah, but I mean, like, you know, all the little features in it, like customizing your car, your, you know, rocket trail, all that kind of stuff is super fun. Um, But it's super easy also to just jump right in. Yeah, just pick up and play. There's a lot of depth to it. There's a lot of depth, but you can also literally just pick it up and start smashing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm I'm a huge fan of Rocket League. Yeah, it's great. And there was um I should mention too, I was listening to Kevin Prayer's Pointless Podcast before. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that he mentioned about the game or the developers mentioned about the game is that when you finish a round, 
mm-hmm. there's constant kind of incentive to keep playing right because regardless of whether you win or lose you always unlock something new mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that like we're rewarding you for your time you yeah. played around here you go have a new free thing for your car that's what i was gonna say is the rounds are five minutes yeah so you're like oh, i'll just play one or two rounds turns into hours yeah hours upon hours because yeah. you just want to get better at it yeah. that's the thing it's so easy to pick up you're like oh i'll master this if i just if i just keep going yeah. so it's hard to put down once you've gotten a couple rounds in so so addictive i'm all about rocket league i love it lately next item monster cat connect yes um are you guys familiar with Monster Cat? I am yeah. only because of you. Only because of me. I'm a huge ambassador for Monster Cat. So essentially Monster Cat is a non-record label record label mm-hmm. um, focusing on small, independent, electronic, largely now it's like all electronic music and sort of growing their talent, you know, picking people up, like releasing their song, mm-hmm. you know, blasting it through their channels. That's how it started. It was a group of right. friends who were just like, well, we can so monster cat is actually a label see my understanding was yeah. that it was a band no it's it's a label it started okay. as a youtube channel where a couple artists got together they're like well we'll get farther together if we all promote each other's music Smart. Then for it. so they started a sort of collective and it just kind of blew up from there and um they'll you know release a song for someone but they don't sign people in the traditional way of okay. like a rec- like we have you for the next three albums right, over the right. course and we take this much of a cut and anything like that it's really about like developing the the talent and you know sharing music any way you can you know they put it on soundcloud youtube sure spotify sure and then you can download the album for like 10 bucks and you get 30 songs and two like mixed curated mixes of uh-huh. the music so that's kind of that's kind of their thing and um they started a Twitch channel, I don't know how long ago, last year, but they were they were in the Twitch game, mm-hmm. um, sort of the first music presence on there, and they stream 24 hours a day. You can wow. um, you can stream it in the background of your channel, and they'll never mute. You know, if you, right, if you make a video or something on YouTube and you use copyrighted music, they'll they'll mute your thing mm-hmm. and take it down or whatever. So MonsterCast thing is they'll never give you a strike for because they're all about just sharing the music right remix it do whatever right. the heck you want That's with great. it so they're all about that so the long story short this monster cat connect is it's a subscription service where i think it's 15 bucks a month mm-hmm. and you get full access to their entire library oh wow plus downloadable access mm-hmm. to use on one twitch and one youtube account so as i said they won't ever strike you for your music but mm-hmm. where this is different is that you can uh, maintain full monetization of whatever you make okay. with their music. So it's you're buying a license. You're buying a license yeah. essentially, but it's yeah, it's unlimited, a huge library of stuff. That's and great. You'll never get striked, and you can fully monetize because usually they'll be they'll put, you know, if, if you're not subscribed or whatever. Right, right. Like download this on Google Play or Amazon, and you know, split the ad revenue or mm-hmm. whatever. But with this license, you can fully monetize using their entire library. And then and, if like um, the bots on YouTube or Twitch catch or something, you have it's, proof. Yeah, it's it's all like whitelisted. So that's it's great. Like, it's it's awesome for content creators because they have an amazing selection mm-hmm. over the years. I think they have like 30 albums out now. Almost, that's awesome. And EPs and everything. So a huge library there. And then it's great for the artists. Sure. Because um, they get a cut of, of your subscription. So it's like really just opening up like new revenue for mm-hmm. for artists and content creators so this is awesome like supporting independent content it's, it's creators a, amazing what we wouldn't know anything about we that know anything about that <laughs> um so yeah i think that's a really awesome thing that they're doing that is great and um i'm a huge huge fan of monster cat 
Cool, cool. Long-winded uh, explanation. Oh, no, <laughs> no. It. It's, I like the explanation. Uh, Steam Link. Steam Link. Steam Link. Dude, Steam Link. I've done my research on this, too. Yeah. Steam Link's going to be great, yeah. I feel like. Yeah. It's coming in November. Mm-hmm. And what it is, I think the easiest way to describe it is essentially a Roku for gaming. Yes. Like, you hook it up to your home network. For local gaming. For local gaming, yeah. You hook it up to your home network, you know, router, whatever. Mm-hmm. And hook it up to whatever computer's running Steam. Mm-hmm. Hook it up to your living room TV, and you have your entire library. Right. There. Wow. So yeah. basically, instead of like in here, the room is small enough to where I can run an HDMI cable right. from my computer to my TV. Mm-hmm. It's not a huge issue. Like mm-hmm. it's not getting in the way of anything. But for people that have like their computer and their gaming rig in one room in the house, yeah, and then their like main flat screen in maybe a living room downstairs or yeah, something. That's my situation. Instead yeah. of putting holes in the walls and running cable and paying for all that mm-hmm. and patching that up. This is basically a way to use your home network to transfer that HD signal from your computer to your TV so you can play oh. comfortably in your living room even though your gaming rig is upstairs. Yeah. Right. That's you, great. And you can plug whatever, you know, and it's compatible with mm. all the controllers. Right, like Xbox, right. PlayStation, and their new Steam controller looks yeah. pretty sick as well. Yeah. But it's 50 bucks, Yeah, which seems... Kind of great. It's like cheaper than you rebuy two games and it's like already paid for itself. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's also funny because like I sort of recently got into the gaming rig mm-hmm. life and now I'm like already wanting to go back onto the couch. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, this is kind of the perfect solution for that. Yeah. Um, You know, without having to rebuy games that are usually cheaper on Steam mm. than on uh, consoles. True. So yeah, it runs, you know, 1080, 60 frames a second. I think it'll be a really, really cool thing. I don't know if I want to get the first one. Mm-hmm. Maybe wait, see if it, let them work the bugs out. Let them work out the bugs sure, sure. And, uh, and then pick it up. But yeah, that's coming out uh, this month. It's November now, right? Yeah, it is. So, yeah, it yeah. Is. So it's coming out in a couple how the hell weeks. That happened? I know, I right? Under- I don't understand. October blew by. Yeah. So October fast. blew, and it. Blew. Oh, October's <laughs> the best, man. The oh best. no, no, don't get me wrong. It, just, it was just a shitty month in general. Yeah. It was yeah. Like, oh. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Steam Link. I'm for sure. Cool, cool. For sure, looking into that. I switch it up. This is this is more just an acknowledgement of an amazing looking piece of tech, mm-hmm. which is the um, Halo Five Guardians Edition Xbox One. Mm-hmm. The thing that split colors. Yeah, like it's one. the silver and the blue. Yeah, yeah. That I saw it. And I was like, I was never really considering an Xbox One. I'm now considering an Xbox One. <laughs> this one's just pretty <laughs> for this bundle. It is. It looks nice. And uh, it's like part partly supposed to be like Chief. Yeah. And the other part yeah. is the other Spartan, Spartan, mm. whatever, lock or whatever his name is. Yeah. And the controllers look crazy. And mm. then I see Rob has one of the headsets over here and mm. I'm, I'm coveting it very much. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we'll have a review coming up on the site in the beautiful. near future on the Halo 5 you're headsets. You're a big Halo fan? Um, or? yeah, I haven't like replayed them, but yes, I've, I've played, played them. I've played through all the stories. I played through the stories. I played through, you know, I've played a ton of, you know, multiplayer and stuff. So. That's that's a fun world, but I don't know if I'll be revisiting it just yet without the Xbox One, yeah. which is unfortunate. Yeah. Are you guys picking it up? We'll be I don't know. I'm getting close. <laughs> yeah, I'm not an like, Xbox the, guy. The problem so. is my Xbox 360, that's not a problem, but it works. <laughs> yeah. I don't oh, have a problem same, for it, and thing. I don't see the need to get a new one, same but thing. these games are coming out, and I'm like, uh Well, that's always the push. It's the game that drives the console but, sales. It's like I use my Xbox to watch WWE. Mm-hmm. I use it for Netflix. I use it for mm-hmm. the Amazon TV service. Mm-hmm. That's it. 
I mean, I watch YouTube videos on it. Right. So, right. but I don't play. Spend a lot of time playing games now. So I'm running into this issue of, it is it 400 bucks or is it yeah, I think, I think it's about 400 bucks. So do I waste 400 dollars on a system that I'm gonna primarily use for the same thing that I already have, right. and then play like two games? Maybe like I mean, for. I said like, how much time am I gonna spend playing these games? Right. Right. I mean, I literally would have to try to make time to be home to play these games, mm-hmm. but. Start streaming. It's the perfect excuse. I know. I it's guess. awesome. It's I, I just I just had to get a new... I got my 360 in 2008, I think. Mm-hmm. I just had to go get a new hard drive at GameStop because I was oh, really? filling up. I did just... 20 gigs lasted me almost 10 years, mm-hmm. which feels insane at this point. But I finally had to go pick up a new hard drive because I know Rise of the Tomb Raider is mm-hmm. coming out. And I'm like, I don't know what the install size is going right, to be. Right. And I cannot like... Is I cannot the new miss Tomb this Raider going to be on 360? Or I thought it was just Xbox it's, One. It's 360 and Xbox One. Oh well, no, I don't so, need the th- you don't, We don't need the <laughs> one anymore. The one. We don't need the one. Let's move on. Unless you want but, it to look its best. Yes. I know. Or if I want to play Fallout or yeah. Right. But at the same time, I'm like, I just want to play through this this yeah, story. That yeah. I like. I'm like, I'm not worried about the rest of it. I just yeah, have yeah. to play it like the day it comes out. <laughs> I'll, I'll rebuy it later. If I get my Xbox One, yeah, but yeah but I mean, it's for 360. If if you're looking for a reason to play more games, like I know we say start streaming, but at the same time, if you start to build a community on Twitch, you do feel like a certain obligation to it. And mm-hmm. for a while, mm-hmm. for me, video games was taking a a backseat mm-hmm. to watching TV or watching movies because it took so much less time to do those things, and I felt like I had more to talk about because it took less time. Mm-hmm. But now I've really been reinvesting in playing video games since I started streaming on Twitch because I'm telling myself I'm going to dedicate two hours a few times a week at least to be here so if i'm going to be here building the community and streaming anyway then i need to play something so i might as well play the things that i've been putting off for a while or the indie games that where we get offered so many to review and we review so few of them right uh but now i have like dedicated time to do those things and it's 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 building the the product that I want to build anyway at the same time. Yeah. So it's all kind of feeding itself, which yeah. is nice. Yeah, because I, I fell off gaming for a little bit, just, you know, playing some multiplayer here and there, but yeah. not really picking up any new games. But to your point, totally like streaming, you feel this obligation to like sit down and play for a couple hours every right. night and interact with people. And it's really like brought back a lot of fun and and time into gaming yeah. for sure and i mean at the top of the show i'm talking about not having time for things yeah, yeah, and now i'm like yeah. let's add another obligation onto yeah, right, the stack. Right, right. but yeah it is it, it's fun it's worth it makes gaming a lot more fun even there are some things like i know when i get arkham knight there's mm-hmm. a temptation to stream it but at the same time i kind of just want to play by myself yeah. like i don't want people chiming into that experience because it's the last of a story that mm-hmm. I've been playing on my own for years mm-hmm. and I just mm-hmm. want to kind of have that experience for myself yeah. and have it keep it personal. I don't want to be distracted from the story. That's the exact same way I felt about Life is Strange. That exact sentiment. Yeah. When yeah. it comes to certain games, you're just yeah. like, this is offline. This is for me. Yeah. Like, like I'll do. We'll a, play something else later. Like this one's for me. Like most of the Arkham games have had the new game plus mode after you beat it. Mm-hmm. Maybe new game plus is for streaming. But initial experience for me to just take a look at the sure. game the first time through, that's probably just going to be my personal experience alone. I think that's one of the good things about getting Tomb Raider for the 360. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I have no way to stream it really. That's not going to be a pain in the ass because yeah. it's in a separate room. So it's oh, like, okay. this one is offline yep. for me. Like no backseating, like, like nothing. This is, this yeah, is mine. Yeah. This is mine. <laughs> 
All right. And your last geek out? Last geek out. Um, me and me and Rob are going crazy on some computer stuff. We sure um, are. We sure are. <laughs> um, but uh, it's this plugin that I've been using for a little while now. It's called Animation Composer. Mm-hmm. It's from, I think it's from Mr. Horse, which is really weird. Interesting it, it's, name. I think the logo is like that horse head that you see all the time, like that rubber oh, horse yeah? head. It's a totally free plugin of like uh, After Effects animation presets that you would need all the time okay but would take you forever to keyframe interesting and you just like drop it onto the item you want it to, like fade ins fade outs okay scaling up scaling down spinning something around and then like fading it out oh nice just all these little animations so instead of you, going in and creating the keyframes exactly, you can drag them in you drag it in there and so it, what is what is the use for this then like um, where how would i utilize this or you have to be like a developer or something oh no like, just anyone know, that does like, any video editing yeah, so if you're doing a video have, with like motion graphics or like you have a logo you want to put in the beginning of a video oh, but okay. not but not just like slap it in with like sure. nothing it, you can drop you know, one of these effects on it and it'll like, you know, come gotcha. in smooth, right. fade back out. Gotcha. And Volby awesome. says, how would I use this? But he really means is how will Rob use this when he creates stuff <laughs> right, for Right, right. Rob, yes, are you right. going to use this? Are you going to use how this? How can I put Rob to work with this? <laughs> yes, exactly. So it just saves oodles and oodles of time. Right, You would right. spend like keyframing yeah. this to like try and perfect it and like having to do it on the way out as well. But yeah, it's totally free from Mr. Horse. And then there's like an add-on pack. It's like 20 or 30 bucks with like another like thousand presets you that's can use great it. yeah wow. and you can use it for um so it's not just like objects and logos it can, it does text effects as mm-hmm. well so if you want just like all the letters to like fill in next to each other mm. or like have lines of text come in in a certain way it has presets for all that kind of stuff that's great um, so, i yeah, love that huge time saver yeah have you been using this rob i am just hearing about this for the oh, first okay. time He's now, like i'm downloading so it right now i am especially the fact that it's free i'm totally yeah. in because one of the biggest pains in the ass with After Effects is going in and manually creating those mm-hmm. keyframes. Mm-hmm. It's not hard. It's not complicated. It's not it just takes more time than it needs to. Like in, in Premiere, you have those like video transitions already created. You can drag over the fade out, the fade yeah, in or whatever. And, yeah. That's not a part of After Effects, but I guess this is kind of giving you that functionality. Yeah, it's beautiful. Which is great. It's super easy. I love that. Well, then as I go into my geek outs and yes. piggybacking off of that idea... Sam introduced me to a plugin for Adobe Premiere that is phenomenal and saved me so much time because anytime we've gone to the cons and we do our interviews, we have the video camera shooting Mm. and we have someone recording uh, the audio on a separate audio recorder. And then I go in and I manually sync it up so that everything lines up. I pull the audio out of the camera's audio, use the good audio that I've already like taken into Audacity and corrected and everything. So it sounds great. But there's this plugin called Pluralize. And when you first told me about it, I was like, Pluralize as in making a word plural. I thought yeah. that's the the pluralize like spelling that it would be, right, right. but it's plural as in the word plural and then eyes as in your eyeballs. Sure. So plural eyes is the plugin name. And what this does is it analyzes the audio on the video track and it analyzes the audio on just the audio track and it automatically lines them up. How accurate so is it? So it looks, it's 100% accurate. Wow. Like it, it, it looks at the peaks and the valleys of the waveform and matches them up with the other one. So it's it's just lining everything up automatically. Like we are in the and future. I know, it's right? It's amazing. <laughs> and then you then you just uh you drop out the audio yeah. on the camera audio and you're left with just the good audio and it wow. takes like five seconds. Fractions to of do. what it would take. Is it to... frustrating now for you to look back and be I spent all that time doing all this <laughs> shit and now I can have it done in a matter of seconds? It is, and like, but but you I learned think we a came, lot too. I did, I did. I think well yeah, doing it manually, I learned yeah, certain sure, things. Sure. But now that 
like coming back from New York Comic Con, I think we had like 16 interviews or something stupid mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And each one, the biggest time sink, aside from rendering the video, is manually lining up the audio. So now For I'm sure. cranking them out so fast. Yeah. And now you can like scope the time it would take me to put together 10 interviews. I yes. could probably do 30 yeah, now. Exactly. So it's like, and part yeah. of the part of the reluctance to take on a huge workload at a con is knowing what the mm-hmm. the work is mm-hmm. going to be like afterwards. Like yeah. I'm just burying myself in all the interviews I'm going to have to edit. I was done within a week, and that's yeah. while working full time. Yeah, like just with the time that I had getting home from work before I went to bed, I would do like two or three a day, and it's just bam, 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 getting them all done. It was so much easier. Yeah. Uh, so pluralize. It's from this company called Red Giant. Yep, and they make all manner of plugins and yep. standalone products. I actually that had way. another Red Giant plugin yeah. already that I didn't even realize. Like when I saw that this was Red Giant, I was like, oh, of course, them, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like I have a lighting plugin from them that I use yeah, for Photoshop. It's like LUT Buddy or something like that. It's That might be the one for video for yeah. like underexposed yeah. video. They're on awesome. point. Awesome. So point. highly recommend Pluralize. Uh, it's a bit pricey, but it's yeah. it's totally worth it. You can you can try it free, yeah. like, like fully functional free for mm-hmm. like 30 days or something and i think it is compatible with final cut and stuff as i think well. so yep yep um, i think it works with after effects with premiere after with cut, final cut premiere like final tons cut, yeah. of stuff highly recommend it for well sure. worth the money yeah anyone yeah. anyone doing audio and video totally 100%. yeah time is money time is money damn it uh another one that i'm geeking out over is i know we're gonna get to some other movies as we move along but Totally geeking out over The Martian. Very good. I yeah, saw it. you did? Yeah. Okay, I, that's right. Uh, the Martian is arguably the best movie I've seen this year so far. Yeah. It is. It, it's a bit long, but doesn't feel it at all. No, the pacing is long. very good. I know it's a little 220? Like 220, something like that. I've talked to a lot of people that did read the book hmm. before seeing the movie and are all very happy with the adaptation. A lot of the stuff they pulled out would have affected the pacing, like without spoilers, of course. Uh, there's the part where he journeys across Mars to get from one landing site to the other. Yeah. And there's more stuff that kind of goes wrong during that journey that they kind of just pulled out because he had already dealt with so much at that point. Right. It's like, how many hurdles are we going to throw in this guy's way? And if you have too many, it makes each one less impactful. So if you're throwing... Right. It, and it be- starts to feel like, what is this guy, Superman? Like, right, it, right. It, less It's too much. To and an the other thing in the book, too, is the book is very scientifically oriented. Like, it goes into the math and the science about everything. And in a movie, like, not only do you not necessarily want to show a guy on a board doing equations, this isn't Goodwill Hunting, even though it's still Matt Damon, <laughs> but uh, you don't need to see him working out every equation for every problem right. and every scientific explanation. Like, a little bit of exposition covers all the detailed science and math that he might be doing, and that's fine. It's movie appropriate to do it that way. Mm-hmm. In a book where you can see it all explained and maybe you want the full kind of background and rationale behind everything that makes sense there but in the movie world this worked great as far as pacing goes Hmm. Uh, a lot of great people in the cast in the movie for sure but this is really a showcase for matt damon i mean it's about a guy isolated on mars so his his like opportunity to just kind of show what he can do in his range and his depth is really great here a lot of people are comparing this to like a castaway in space yeah and i can see that for sure but no, there's no Wilson. Like, there's no volleyball he's talking to. <laughs> but he covers that no, kind of. No, but in a way, 
the camera that he's exactly. talking is his will. So yeah. like he's talking to the camera knowing that somebody is going to see this. Exactly. Like it's almost like it's a living thing. To so him. he's doing kind of what we're doing. Like, right. Even right. though, we're, even though, <laughs> even though we're talking to each other, we're also talking to people that we, know we that can't see right now. Living people. <laughs> so you essentially just compared us to Matt Damon. So That's we're right. practically Matt Damon. We're right practically now. Matt amazing. Damon. So how do you like them apples? Yeah. <laughs> Question. Basically. Um, was Kristen Wiig in this movie? She was. What was her deal? Because she was uh, obviously she's super comedy, but I know she has some drama chops as well. Yeah, she felt out of place to me Did a she? little bit. Okay. Yeah, and it's, okay. it wasn't her fault though. Uh, she was NASA's PR agent. Okay. So she was kind of trying to control the spin on this story. Sure, like when sure. they realized that, oh shit, we left a guy alive on Mars and we just abandoned him. Like that kind of falls on her shoulders as to how you deliver that news to the public now right. and how you spin it. But one, her role was very small. Mm-hmm. So it was. she's not like a huge presence in this movie, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. She didn't need to be. But this did feel like a role that was kind of wasted on her. Like mm-hmm. anyone mm-hmm. could have done this. Sure. There's nothing sure. uniquely Kristen Wiig about this. Right. She had a couple lines that were kind of funny, but this is ultimately a drama. And while there's comedy throughout, because it would be very depressing mm-hmm. if there was no comedy. And a lot of that comes from Matt Damon. Yeah. Because he's just got to keep his spirits up. So. Yeah entertaining himself as a part of it but uh yeah Kristen wig's presence wasn't like here or there she's she's in it is what you can <laughs> she's say in it. she's in it and Kristen wig was in this movie and, she's fine. and if anything oh, yeah. no i was just curious about that you had said that she felt a little out of place yeah. if anything i think it's just because you expect more comedy from her sure. and while she has done more drama stuff here and there you just see her and you're like, haha, I want to laugh, but that's not really the role she's for yeah i saw right. i saw the promos i'm like is this a comedy now? right 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 <laughs> The movie is so good. Like, I'll have to good. check it out. It's actually coming into IMAX theaters for a week. Is it? Really? For a limited one-week run. I kind of want to see it there because the space scenes are uh, pretty amazing. There's a lot of great visuals in the movie. I feel like seeing Mars and just kind of that landscape on the IMAX screen would just look great. Yeah. So, yeah. There's certain movies that are built for that kind of scale. Totally. Yeah. Totally. That'd be good. Yeah. Really enjoyed it. How do you think uh, Volpiate stands compared to a lot of stuff you've seen this year? It's definitely one of the better things. Yeah. I, I had, I wasn't emotionally attached to the character though. No. I felt the, they kind of, they gave me this feeling like I shouldn't be. He, he was presented with no wife, no children, no family. Okay. He's just a dude that works for NASA that got left on Mars. Like there was no be like, Oh my God, I feel bad for him. It was almost like, all right, if he dies, nobody's going to miss him. Like, I think they like if they had brought a family in or they brought even his parents into it, like I just felt like they were like, crap, we got to save him because we left a human on Mars. But there was nobody waiting for him. There was no like strong emotional pull to me. I felt like his crew that left him behind was like the surrogate family. And that was kind of the driving force to kind of take that role. Mm. Like they were the ones that were like, oh, my God, we made a decision to leave him behind. And now the fact that he's there is on us. Mm-hmm. Like, we have to go and get him. Right. Which helped with their decision making throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. But I just, I don't know. There was just a something missing. Okay. But I mean, valid, I felt, I valid. felt what they were feeling. Like, if I had left somebody, sure. I'd be like, oh crap, we gotta, we gotta go back and get him. We sure. gotta, we gotta fix this. Right. There, that was the only thing. Besides that, I thought the movie was great. Yeah. I was entertained the whole way through. Yeah. I yeah. thought it was really well done. And to watch him change his body throughout the movie yes oh my uh, god especially at one point there's a little there's a, a i guess a skip through time mm-hmm. 
and you just when you see him, you're like, oh my god. And I think that was CG. I don't think he really. You don't think he died no, down that no, much? No, he's no Christian Bale. <laughs> not in that sense. No, <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure that was CGI. Oh. But very it, well done CGI. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. yeah. Be a good movie. Great movie. Yeah, you should see. Definitely see. It. It's one of the it. best that came out this year. Agreed. Uh, my last geek out, which is saying a lot because it, you know, Jurassic Park was really Jurassic World. Jurassic World yeah. was really good. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, my last geek out is something I'm clearly very excited for. You guys have heard. Oh, me. I laughed when I saw. I this know. On the I list. know. You guys have heard me uh, <laughs> speak about my love for Gilmore Girls. Yeah, I'm and, looking uh, at the box set on the <laughs> shelf right now. The entire series run. Yeah. Uh, Netflix is planning a Gilmore Girls revival, which I'm so excited about. Gilmore Girls will finally be making its long-demanded return to television. Series creator Amy Sherman Palladino and her husband, executive producer Daniel Palladino, are returning to bring the series to Netflix for four 90-minute telefilms designed to wrap up the series as Sherman Palladino originally intended. Deals for the new Gilmore Girls are still being worked out, but it seems that Graham, Bladell, Bishop, and Scott Patterson are all near locks to return. Unfortunately, uh, Herman passed away late last year, and Melissa McCarthy is not expected to return. Her career has gone in a whole different direction at this yeah. point, which to me is still weird. I've talked about this before, but for me, Melissa McCarthy was Sookie on Gilmore Girls. So when I see her and other things, I'm like, it's Sookie. There's still a <laughs> part of me that won't let go of that. And um, Herman playing uh, Lorelai's father was a great role in the film, and unfortunately, he's not with us anymore. So, so. the show didn't wrap up cleanly? It kind of did. But it had uh, an abbreviated final season. Mm. And in the final season, Sherman Palladino, the creator and executive producer of the first six seasons, was not a part of the final season. She had actually left the show. So uh, what they're thinking is going to happen with this is they're kind of going to kind of retcon the last season, which I think is only like six or eight episodes. Mm -hmm. And they're going to pretend that didn't happen. And she's going to pick up from the end of the sixth season and end the show the way that she originally intended. <laughs> I love I love that we're in an age where we can literally just go, fuck it. That didn't happen. Right. We're redoing right. it. Exactly. <laughs> like, who, like, think about think about it. Like, they, they, this is happening more yeah. and more frequently where yeah. we just go, right. we, you know what? We're going like, to redo it. Yep. You're all going to forget about it. And you're going to accept this. Yeah. And we do. And I love that. And it's funny that of, we can do this. Instead of just like a regular show like we're getting four movies right that's crazy that's wild i love it i love it so much i have to say i've never watched gilmore girls no i've never watched it no are you a fan of like the aaron sorkin kind of style of dialogue where it's all really like quick wit and very fast Mm -hmm. yeah i mean yeah i mean you know that's i like a 30 rock i like that kind of thing yeah i mean this isn't an aaron sorkin show but it's a signature of that okay is the the fast dialogue and the quick wit and if you're not paying attention you're gonna miss yeah yeah yeah, this is that idea for sure I'll just, I'll just scoop up your whole box set. Yeah. <laughs> Except for the last season. Don't watch that. Right. Just you don't, don't need do to watch okay. that. You can skip over it. I mean, it's good. It's a it's a fine final season, but it's not it's what fine. she intended. <laughs> it's fine. It could have been better. Uh, yeah. Still very excited about that. Hey, Amazon users. If you'd like to help support the show, please go to thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon, which will bring you right to the Amazon homepage. If you make a purchase after using this link, you've helped the show by earning us a commission, and it won't cost you any extra money. Please use this link for all your future Amazon shopping. That's thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon. Hi, this is LeVar Burton, and you're listening to The Geek Generation.
Uh, let's move into our freakouts. Oh, freakout! Volpe. <laughs> wow, we've moved from an asplosion to a faceplosion. Oh, no. What's happened now? What happened? <laughs> uh, a couple weeks ago. So a piece of a filling had fallen out of a tooth mm-hmm. a while ago. And like a fucking idiot, I was just like, I don't know, I'll just leave it. <laughs> What's going to happen? <laughs> don't and, bother. Uh, what happened was that the, the tooth got weak. And so I sat to eat pizza on a Saturday God, night no, 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 no. and bit into a nice piece of bacon, which broke the filling, the rest of the filling out of the tooth. The tooth broke in half all the way uh. down to the root, and it literally just fell out of my face onto the plate where the pizza was. No. And I was like in shock because I'm sitting there going, like waiting for just blood. And I'm like, all right, there's no blood. Nothing's happening. Mm-hmm. And I put my tongue, you know, over and I'm like, there's no tooth. Like in so immediate, like panic, like it's Saturday night. What do I do? Right, right. Nobody's open on Sunday. Like, but I could feel like a sharp piece. So I knew there was something left. Mm -hmm. So I went in the bathroom and was it painful? Nope. Like I saw that if if I hadn't seen the tooth fall out, I wouldn't have even known. But then I and then I felt that there was nothing there. So I look and I'm like, there's there's no tooth. Mm -hmm. And I'm just looking like, why is there no blood? There's no nothing happening here. This is really weird. And then, so I'm like, well, what do I do? So I call the hospital and the hospital's like, we can't do anything for you. And I'm like, they're like, is it swelling? I'm like, it's not doing anything. Mm-hmm. I just don't have a tooth. Right. Like, it's going to get infected or something. Yeah. Gonna yeah. Fix this. So then I go on Google and, and I'm sitting, we're looking through like every dentist in Westerly that has an emergency line. So I'm calling all of them. Mm-hmm. Nobody, of course, is going to call me back. <laughs> one one dentist does. She she called within like 45 minutes. Okay. And she basically said, I'm going to have my assistant call you back. Mm-hmm. So the assistant did call me back. And she said, I'm going to call in a prescription for antibiotics right now. We're going to see you first thing Monday morning and take a look at it. I'm like, it's Saturday night. What am I supposed to do all day tomorrow? Right. Not eat? And she was like, yeah. Chew basically. on the other side of your mouth. So oh. basically, I didn't eat Sunday, oh. which by Sunday night, I was not feeling well because I hadn't eaten. Right. So I got up Monday morning and I go in and I sit down and they're just laughing at me. They're like, this is your this is your fault. Why didn't you get it fixed? I'm like, I don't know. I didn't think. What did I think was going to happen? Right, right. It was just a little piece at the bottom of the tooth that fell out. So they look and they go, okay, so we have to pull it out. I was like, oh, okay. She's like, do you, uh, do you have your dental insurance? I was like, no, nah, I, I don't have dental insurance. <laughs> oh, no. So she's like, okay, well, it's going to be $570 to pull it. I was like, that's actually not bad considering. Right. Well, wait, we're, you know. Oh, boy. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, so you're going to pull it. And then what? What are my options? Can I just leave it? Like, I sat and I went, oh, so Where, I, do I need a tooth? Can we just, which, it's a molar. Which, a molar, one of the molars. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, nice, huh? So it's the third that's one visual. from the back. Oh, wow. Uh, it's the third rock from the sun. Sure. <laughs> I'm alive. Uh, so I'm like, uh, okay. So she looks and she's like, you know, we, we're going to do an x-ray. You, you need a cleaning. We need to go through each tooth because if that filling's getting loose, your other fillings could be too. We mm-hmm. should just check everything. So I'm like, all right, we'll, we'll schedule that for later. So I said, what are my options? She goes, well, you could put like a, she told me we could put like a, a thing that attaches to the other teeth that mm-hmm. comes in and out. And I'm like, no, nah, that's, I feel that's a little too hillbilly-ish. She's like, all right, well, we can implant a new tooth. Mm. I was like, okay, can you do that here? She goes, no, an oral surgeon's going to do that. I was right. like, what that, what's that going to cost? She was like, $4,000. Right. No. I went, no, no, I'll think about it. We'll come up with another option. Yeah. She's like, we could do a payment plan. I'm like, but it's still, tell me how I justify $4,000 on one tooth. I go, what if I just 
don't do anything, what's going to happen? And she said, well, we're going to input, we're going to put cow bone in your jaw where the tooth used to be, sew you up, and then your jaw, your bone will have adhesed to the, the cow bone, mm-hmm. and eventually it'll just be flushed through there. Right. She goes, and then if you put a fake one in, that's what they drill into. So now it's into the bone and okay. it doesn't ever come out. She goes, so when you're 85 and you have no teeth, you'll have this one, that one fake tooth will oh still God. be there. I'm like, that's cool. That's dope. Um, so I said, again, so what, what happens if I just don't do anything? It doesn't seem to be a problem here. If the teeth, if there's bone there, the teeth aren't going to shift. It's more aesthetic than anything. No. Right? She goes, the tooth above it could fall out of your mouth. I was like, how? She goes, when you close your jaw. There's no tooth there. So mm-hmm. the tooth above will slowly start to slide down out of your gums. No. Yeah. That's no. what she said. And I'm sitting there going, <laughs> so I looked it up and it's true. It will really? over time. Yeah. But it's like how quickly is it's not going to happen in a year. Right, but over right. time. You like, know, can I save up the $4,000? <laughs> I just, so I'm sitting it's there like going, cotton ball just, in there. what yeah. the fuck? It's so weird too, because like I can, I can just feel even when I'm just sitting here mm-hmm. doing nothing. My tongue is just resting in my mouth and pressing up and against you can feel like, the empty nothing. Space. And I'm like, yeah. this is so awkward. Eating has been nothing but a chore for two weeks. Yeah. Because I have to eat on one side. So I'm like, this is good. So I'm eating on one side of my mouth, which is going to wear down that right, whole side, right. which is going to lead to something else breaking. So you're thinking about getting it done? I don't. I have three months to make a decision. Okay. I have to go back in three months for her to check everything. She took the stitches out. Everything's healing up. I have to make a decision as to whether I want to do it. Now, I, just, I'm, I just don't I'm, want to spend $4,000 on a tooth, but I don't feel like having that weird right. you know, thing that comes out and it's just got a tooth on it. Yeah. Like, right. I, have, I was like, how does that work? She goes, most people take it out when they eat. I'm like, okay, so now so I have know. to excuse myself from the so table. the whole reason to get it too? The, the reason to get that is to have something in your mouth so that all the teeth line up and mm-hmm. it's pressed against something. But now you have the strength of a human and a cow. I do. I do. <laughs> you have the jaw strength of I a do. human and so a cow. So I could just chew on grass all day, all day and be fine. See, I had a similar situation before. Like it was it happened at school when I was working, like during a lunch period. Like I was just eating like a peanut butter mm-hmm. and jelly sandwich and I felt something hard. And I'm like, there's nothing in this that should be hard. And my back molar, it was the same problem. I had had a filling in yeah. there at one point. And the filling was still there, but somehow it still like rotted underneath the tooth. Yep. So the filling fell out and the tooth was still there. But when I went to the dentist, they were like, oh, sorry, this is unsavable. <laughs> we cannot save yeah, the tooth. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm like, how did nobody catch this? The filling, anything that happened underneath it? Like, that's on you guys. Yeah. If I'm coming for regular appointments and getting x-rays? my regular x-rays yes. and getting all that done, how did you guys not catch this to a point where... They should have caught that. I literally haven't gone to the dentist in a couple of years. Oh, okay. I, need, I need to go now. It's been a year and a half, man. I'm freaking out now. And I kind of got like shrugs. Like, oh, like I'm like, thanks. Way to yeah. do that. So eventually they had to pull that tooth. But it was on the top, so maybe it doesn't run into the same phenomenon. Right, because the bottom tooth isn't going to come up. Right. Gravity is going to keep it down. Right, right. Yeah. So it was a top tooth, so I guess I don't have to worry I just, about I, that. I think when I go back in three months, I just got to find out. I got to look online and see other people who have had this issue mm-hmm. and then figure out. I mean, is this something that over the course of the next 20 years the yeah. tooth is going to drop? Because if that's the case, I'll deal with it. We could just file the tooth when it starts yeah. to drop or like wh- can, I, can I years from now be like, okay, now we'll put the tooth in. Right, like, right. But now we I'm, won't have teeth. I'm scared. Teeth. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm scared to eat certain things and I'm scared to chew on the left side because yeah. I'm like, 
what if I bite into a Dorito and it just goes right into the gum? Right. Oh, no, right. no, 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 no. The pain. <laughs> bite into anything. A yeah. burger, yeah. French fries. Yeah. Just like file down a Jolly Rancher and put oh, it in there. Oh, there we go. <laughs> no, we'll do a like, green one, too, so like it looks rotted. Like this green tooth and blue tooth. <laughs> I don't know. It's just... It, I like everything was just you know everything was going to status quo in life right and then this that's what happens though the trip downhill you know what fuck you Volpe we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna just drop your tooth right out every time you start to feel comfortable it's just bam yep just like that unreal but I did oh get God. to eat a, I ate ice cream and stuff so nice and <laughs> soup it's good all protein shakes uh, yeah <laughs> my next time. freak out is actually the Muppets yes the show the have you one. watched it Rob I watched the first two episodes okay have you watched it I have not watched okay. the Muppets I've known I love the Muppets how much have you watched so far I have, I'm up to date okay I, it's now that I have the Xfinity TV stuff, sure that I it gives me even though I have very little channels I have their on demand so I'm able to catch up on this stuff okay which is nice it's worth a couple bucks a month. So I'm up to date on everything. It's it's weird. There's just something off. <laughs> like they're trying to yeah. capture kids with yep. the Muppets. Yep. But it's not a kid show. But they're trying to capture the kids that grew up with the Muppets mm-hmm. who are now older. Mm-hmm. And they're throwing in random moments of drug reference, mm-hmm. sexual references. Yeah, they like, made a joke in the second episode about the band, like, smoking weed. Yes. And I was like, oh, this is weird. And it's like, it's one of those things, like, with Scooby-Doo, where you're just like, you know what's going on, but it's never even implied. Right. And now they're implying this to try to, I don't know Make why. it an, an adult jokes instead of kid jokes. But the part of the Muppets that was so great was that, the adult jokes weren't like this. Mm-hmm. They were more subtle. Mm-hmm. And I don't. It, it's not working. No, it's the whole not. format for me is not working because I'm like, this isn't the Muppets. This is the Office mm-hmm. with the Muppets <laughs> in it, and it's not working right. for me. I There's, mean, even the title card is like the Office. Like yeah, it says who's the, the Muppets. who's the Dwight Schrute of the Muppets? That's what I need oh, to God, know. God, I don't even know. Or who's the Michael Scott? <laughs> Kermit's kind of like it's Kermit and Piggy are like the two main. And I don't I mean, we talked about it on the show a little bit yeah. before and is not really loving it either. And the premise is that Miss Piggy, the Muppets have moved on. She, yeah. Miss Piggy is now a late night television. She's doing like the Tonight Show. Okay, That's her show. Right. And the whole crew, you know, the band is the band and the whole okay. crew is involved and, and everything. And Kermit and Miss Piggy have broken up. So now what you're seeing is. It's like pulling the curtain back in, in Oz and seeing mm-hmm. him. Like they're pulling the curtain back on the Muppets and you're seeing their personal lives. And, and I'm like, I don't, they're like, making them just yeah. like sausage making of the Muppets. Kind like, of like assholes. Like even yeah. Kermit, yeah. there's moments yeah. where he's just like, I don't fucking like Kermit anymore. Yeah. All of them are like this. They're not and very likable anymore. No, that's the problem. That's it. That's the thing. Is yeah. And losing... there's there's really awkward stuff too. Like the whole like Miss Piggy's just an ass. Yeah. Like complete. Yeah. You know, like you you're like this. She's a bitch. I've only watched the first two episodes, but in the second one they do a thing where like Miss Piggy's in a relationship with Josh Groban, mm. and I'm like, I can't no. suspend. Like it's a puppet and a human. I can't. Right. Sure. Sure. I, I just can't. <laughs> I, I can't really what what I'm hearing. I can't really, you know, I haven't watched it or something, but I feel like it, it's like a weird mix. It's like you either have to make everyone deplorable, like 
like it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. They're all horrible mm-hmm. and you hate them and that's what you that's why you love them. But the problem is that it's the Muppets. Yeah. Or or you go the other extreme where like, you know, office or parks and records yeah. where everyone like you love them. It's like you can't really mix it. it yeah. The like. idea of the Muppets are also always it seemed that they were innocent. They were always trying to do good mm-hmm. and just trying to succeed in whatever. And they, they just were doing. kept screwing up. And they just screw up. So because lovable. they're the Muppets. Yeah. And lovable. now it's they're making them they're making the Muppets human. Yeah. And it's a problem. Yeah. Because, <laughs> because humans Valley. suck. Yeah. And they're making them just not good people. <laughs> not good. There's Muppets. still plenty of moments that are funny mm-hmm. and the character is still there. And you're like, yeah, that's why I love the Muppets. Mm-hmm. But there's still far too much just reference Honestly, that shouldn't be there. And I'm like, I don't know that they can keep this up. They're ruining the Muppets. I feel like this show works with an all human cast. Yeah, it's called The Office. But I the mean- fact that that they're Muppets is what ruins it. They've, they're using these pre-existing characters that are supposed to be a certain way. And we when you take them out of that tone and out of that mood, it just kind of shatters our perception. Mm. Yeah, I feel like there's so much Muppet lore in history. And, yeah. And- sounds like they're just not like i want the muppets that are getting together with the characters from sesame street and singing christmas yeah. carols and this is just like for the most oh. part they're all on point the ones that seem to be the the biggest change are kermit and miss piggy yeah like rolf is him like gonzo's right on point gonzo's on point he's great uh, rizzo rat there he, yep he's on point they're Fozzie all feels a little off Fozzie is yeah like Fozzie. he's creeping me out like he might touch a kid like yeah, something. Yeah. No, I'm serious. Like it's Pedal bear. it's off. Yeah. They made him a kleptomaniac off. in the yeah. second episode. Oh, like he's stealing shit from Jay Leno's house. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I had to see Jay Leno on the screen again, I was kind of upset that sentence about. you just spoke just doesn't even seem right. No, <laughs> it's so weird. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. I, I, the the re, the problem is the response is good. If you look up online, mm-hmm. the general reviews from critics and from everything is that it's good. Even kids like it. It's confusing. Yeah. But it's it's I don't know. I mean, if it's it, listen, all I they think care I'm about the ratings. Out, if, if they like it, they're gonna keep doing it. But yeah, that's the problem. I think I'm out. It's not doing it. No, no. I don't. I don't know if I can continue to watch. No, it just hurts like so much. Six episodes <laughs> in, I think, or five. It hurts my know. soul. Yeah, the yeah. movies were good. The so movies. it was like, oh, good, they brought the Muppets back, mm-hmm. especially the first one. But and those then, are in the tone of the Muppets. This is not. No. This is behind the scenes of the Muppets. Right. But nobody asks to go behind the scenes of the Muppets. No. Which, I mean, the Muppet show originally was behind the scene of the Muppets, but it yeah. didn't go outside of backstage. Right. Like this does. This is going out into the real world. And that is weird the way that they're approaching it. And like we said, it just, they're too human. And even, especially with Miss Piggy, like it, she always had that attitude in the movies and everything. Right. But by the end, she would have apologized and they're all friends again. And this one, she just continues to be a bitch. Yeah. It's thing. like Piggy's the evil <laughs> empire. She is. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's, it's, I don't know. I, if you haven't started watching it, I suggest you watch an episode or two to understand what we're talking about mm-hmm. and see if you agree with us. I'd but love to hear feedback on yeah, this too. Just, yeah. I need to know if is it just me? Or? Because so far, those of us on the show have watched it and don't really care for it. And maybe we're missing something. I don't know. But yeah, podcast at thegeekgeneration.com. Send in your emails. I really want to know how mm. other people feel about this. Because this is now like three of the people on the show. Or four. Paul, I don't think, was down with it either. Yeah. So yeah, the most of us that have seen it are just not in, even though we were all so excited about it. Mm. Yeah. Damn shame. It is. Sam, what you got? Um, Freak out. Rhode Island Comic Con ticket prices. Not good. I know, man. Are they really high? 
Yeah. Yeah. It, like, thank God it's, you know, I live in Providence. Mm-hmm. The con is in Providence. And thank God, because for mine and Kyla's tickets, we got the weekend passes. Mm-hmm. Is that Friday, Saturday, Sunday or just Saturday, Sunday? Friday, Friday Saturday, Saturday, Sunday. Sunday yeah. After... The brand new uh, Ticketmaster fee mm-hmm. and shipping, which seems ridiculous because I'm like, can we just go pick this up? Which apparently you could. For real? You could buy oh, them Jesus. from the box office or from select toy ball oh, locations. Oh my god! Yeah, they anyway. don't. They just they don't just email them to them to you. And no, because they actually got passes this year, which is an improvement mm-hmm. over the paper wristbands. But 190 bucks. Yeah. For for three steep. days. That's for the weekend steep. and Friday's not even a full day. It's three to three to nine. Three to nine. And most people can't even go to that because yeah. they have jobs. Yeah. So I was I was kind of I was like I, I'm going because it's there. Mm-hmm. But um. But yeah, since they expanded the venue uh, to the Dunkin' Donuts Center, um, which I'm assuming is a Ticketmaster venue, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, yeah. we are we are now under the fist of Ticketmaster to pay that fee, pay the shipping fee, which is and, like a twelve to fourteen dollar charge. Yeah, per it, it, it was twelve. I think it was twelve. 14 bucks a ticket yeah um which is insane that's almost a day yeah. of admission yep so it's but we got real passes this year which is a step up real actual, actual lanyard. badges not yeah. the paper wristbands that everyone throws out at the end of the day but yeah surprise you have to wear it the next day like right what am i right. gonna do wear this freaking paper all thing weekend. all weekend yep. it's supposed to last okay so badges are a step up but uh yeah we were kind of we want it's like Rhode island comic cons like that friend you have that keeps messing up and you're like Come on, man. But I've known him for so long. I'm not like you give him another chance and you give him another chance and they keep messing up. And you're just like, all right, this is the one, man. Like (laughs) if you mess up this time, we're we're done. So I'm really, I'm really holding out hope for, uh, for our hometown con this year. But man, are they doing anything with the increased ticket price besides, you know, now you get a real, well, I mean, now they have two buildings, two, but what are they doing with that? Is this going to be like, oh, wow, definitely it was worth the increased price. There's more celebrities. We won't know until that's what I'm waiting for. I'm thinking there's no release. There's no nothing. I mean, we know about the guests and stuff, which seems comparable to last year. Yeah. And there's generally a lot of celebrity guests. They, yeah, no, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, but I'm hope, because the problem last year was the overselling and the overcrowding because mm-hmm. they treated it like a home show, essentially, where they thought there'd be a lot of turnover and there's yeah, not. People and there's come not. and they stay all day. All day. So I think expanding the venue, I hope they cap ticket sales mm-hmm. should help a lot. Maybe they'll do, you know, show floor in one venue or panels in a venue, mm-hmm. sort of split it up. So I am really looking forward to it, but I'm very hesitantly optimistic yeah about how it's going to go down this year yeah um but i know you're doing a panel which i'm really excited for <laughs> um that'll be fun so I, i'm i'm rooting for you red island comic-con i'm really rooting for you we are we have been the whole time I'm rooting for you yeah but uh yeah so that ticket price kind of chapped our asses a little bit yeah, <laughs> being yeah. so close understandably yeah yeah uh, and the other thing you have <laughs> now i don't think i've run into this as much as you because i'm I've, not playing as many narrative games i've okay so here's the thing i've i've this is particular particularly related to um life is strange which is the one i've since been playing well, is offline. that a point and click game mm-hmm. choice based point and because click i keep going to it on my xbox and go i should play this but then i don't and then you don't so yeah it's a narrative based um choice game you know mm-hmm. similar to the telltale walking dead sure. stuff which i haven't played yet with time travel built in so you right you know you can go back and change your choices if you feel like which is really cool which is really cool i'll get to that in like my review section but being such a narrative based game and choice base i was watching several people play even i was watching felicia day she's been playing through Mm -hmm. it as well and the 
back seating. It's like, no, you do this and you do this and you do this. Pick this one because then this will happen. Mm-hmm. Or it's like, this is the combination for the safe. But that was like in a note you got, you know, an episode ago or something that you need to think about. It's like a very cognitive. You have to like pay attention. And people are and, just giving and you. And it's just ruining even as a viewer, I feel like it's ruining the experience of like discovery, sure, and like making your own choices. And they're spoiling and it for they're you. Spoiling it's it. a they're spoiling it. They're giant They're essentially spoiling everything. I ran into this a little bit because I was playing during Back to the Future week. I played Back to the Future, mm-hmm. the game, the Telltale mm-hmm. series, every night on Twitch. I played a different episode, and we got through it in like five nights. And then uh, during like the second night, I explicitly told people, "I don't want to know. I want to find out myself." If I'm having trouble with something, I'll throw out a, hey, you guys have any ideas? Not the solution. If you know it, do you have any ideas? And we'll work together as a team to do this. And I had someone who, even regardless, was just like, oh, do this thing and it'll get you here. And I'm like, no, that is exactly what I said not to do Mm -hmm. five seconds ago. So that person got timed out because I don't want to hear that. I just want to experience the game, and which is exactly why. I don't plan on playing Arkham on the stream. Right. Like, I don't want people shouting spoilers at me. Because it was, I think it was episode two or three. I played the first episode of Life is Strange off stream because I just gotten it, wasn't really into streaming mm-hmm. yet. And then it was either two or three. And it was towards the end of the episode. Like, it was a really sort of heavy, important event. And you had to do something just right. Mm-hmm. Like, um, without spoiling, you had to hide some car keys where some to where someone couldn't find them. Mm-hmm. And first time I did it, did it wrong. Second time I did it, put it in the wrong spot. So I'm internally like it's like you have to hide the keys before this person finds them. So it's like a really like it was a very visceral moment. I was like, oh, my God, like I really got to figure this out. Out pops in chat. Put them here. I'm like, oh, and uh, put them there. And it it just deflated the entire the entire sucks. It It, it deflated because I didn't feel like I achieved anything at that point. Right. And um, they took away your like achievement. Feeling. essentially yeah. yeah it just spoils it so it, now it you was... just have the anxiety and not the, and it, there was the... no payoff right you didn't get the no endorphins of so it, it's it's the equivalent of christmas morning you walk out and nothing's wrapped exactly it's like, just yeah. all right there and you just go oh there they are yeah, yeah i'll go play with my new wrestling and, there, and there's a or as you're starting but... to uh, this is what my niece and nephew used yeah. to do before they understood gift giving as they hand you the wrap package they tell you what it is yeah yeah <laughs> it's a batman it's a, it's action a, figure exactly <laughs> uh, yeah exactly uh, that oh that's a shitty feeling wow yeah it's it's a so, shitty especially I mean, in a game like that where it's like it's really intense you can't you're not going to be able to police it or stop no, it that's you the thing have to not right i mean the only it. way and that's, and that's why you, i'm not that's why i hadn't streamed the rest of the series the only way i would consider streaming arkham is if i had like webcam off voice chat off not looking at the comments and literally just playing the game and assuming people are watching exactly and yeah. taking no input yeah, from them whatsoever down. which yeah. i could do but yeah, like gameplay only stream. Yeah, like Let I'm not them reading all freak your chat. Out watching not... you play. Yeah, yeah, just not. Yeah. And they can have their own conversations. Yeah, yeah oh. it's just a choice to make now. Where like certain mm-hmm. games, I'm just not. That's. I'm not going there. Yeah, but, um, but I'm, I'm glad I played the rest of the series offline. So yeah, learning experience. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Uh, my only freak out is also related to Twitch. Hey, do you think we're streaming a lot lately or anything? Oh, we're so salty about it. <laughs> I had a raid the other night. I was in Delaware with uh, a few friends, my friend Chris, who you've heard on the show several times, and uh, his brother-in-law, Tim, who's a big listener. So hi, Tim. I know he's excited to hear about the experience, I'm sure, on the show. <laughs> but we're, we're streaming some Quiplash uh, from Delaware. And within like the first 20 minutes, we had a follower raid, which if people don't know, someone... 
will uh the way this works is another channel will say hey go follow this person or i don't know some people say there's like 4chan raids i don't know how that works like someone posts your link on 4chan and everyone goes in or whatever but someone said this was a 4chan raid so i within a matter of like 20 minutes i got 139 (laughs) new followers that's incredible it was crazy like it was new follower new follower hey now hey now hey now one after another like crazy and it was nuts because I we weren't even necessarily planning on streaming. We were just like, hey, do you want to see this game and see what it's like to stream? And then all of a sudden, 139 new followers. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it is cool. But <laughs> <laughs> but here's the downside. I didn't realize there's a thing called like Twitch chatbots. Oh, God. So a lot of these followers, I don't think a large majority because I did lose some followers after, mm-hmm. like immediately after and within the next few days, but not a ton. But there were some followers that were asking uh, very vague questions and referring to me as streamer, not Rob or Geek Gen or anything. Just, hey, streamer, blah, 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 stupid question. Yeah. And then some people would be like, oh, I'm going to bed now. Great stream. See you later. And then that person kept talking. And I'm like, this right. is. So by the <laughs> end of it, we're all like, all right, these people are not even acknowledging our answers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're playing Quiplash with a room that has 70 people watching. And there's only five people actually in the Quiplash right. game right? and only like two people in the audience voting on it. So what are these other 60 people doing? Oh, they're chatbots. They're not even real human beings. Who has time to do this? I don't. It's Who like, has time to create these things? I for know. For what purpose? Right. Now, I know there are people that create view bots. Mm-hmm. Which is a whole other weird thing yeah, that I read it's like about. Like buying Instagram, right? Where you buy viewers and these bots come in the room, and it's a way to pump up your channel's viewers so that you appear higher on the sure. list for a certain game. So, like, we were the number two game listed in Quiplash, the number two stream. So we were way up there, and it encourages other people to get in. It's like cheating, right? <laughs> it is like, like cheating. 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 It is, but when there, and it's not something I did, so it was very confusing to me. And then when you have all these chatbots essentially going bam, bam, bam and hogging up your chat room, I know who some of my regulars are and I'm trying to talk to them and acknowledge them. But I have to like wade through this all of garbage from people that I know are not real people anymore. Like you eventually figure out who's not an actual account. And there's no way to block this or stop. There is, but. No one. Had, I didn't even know it was a thing. You can't moderate your stream. It's right. hard to moderate your stream and interact and also be taken care of. Right, chat nonsense right, at the same time right and and at the same time like they if you weren't looking for this they do kind of come off as real people even though they're just sure. referring to you as streamer like some of the questions they're asking just coincidentally seem relevant mm-hmm. and some people like real human beings ask completely non sequitur questions anyway right so they're not completely out of the blue and it was just very weird but by the end of the stream like we'd kind of deflated of this is exciting to there's a bunch of robots yeah. watching us. Yeah. And just, just as you went live today, one of your regulars came in and said, hey, streamer, can I get a playlist? And that's what <laughs> like, the joke hilarious. was. That yeah. was the joke. So so he, he's he been kind of making it's the really streamer funny. joke continuously. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, so shout weird. out to regular real viewers. Yes. Who come back oh, every we day. Love I love you so I love much. You <laughs> I have like four or five of you and you're all you're all wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. The the community that returns here and there is so much fun. But we do run into that yeah. kind of bot garbage every now and then. Yeah. So uh, well, that is annoying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's not like we're just trying to like. I get pissed off when I get, or anything. The, I get tagged on Instagram for yes. like, like it'll be a random tag that's like get more followers. Yep. And I'm like, oh, block you. Yeah, 
I can't imagine yeah, streaming and having like, a why? ton for, of these for things. For what purpose? Right. So what I was don't... the purpose of that girl in underwear that is not real? Right. Like, like <laughs> how dare you? Yeah. I, I don't know how this is benefiting anybody. I don't know. It's so weird what people it's, waste their time on. It's just that kid in class who wants to be annoying to be annoying. Agreed. Yeah. It's you know, so just strange. tap it on the, t- on yeah. the desk just yeah. to tap on the desk. Yeah. Yep. That's what this is. Yep. Uh, we are well over an hour in this show, so we're actually going to save a lot of stuff for next week's episode. Okay. But before we sign off, we have an important thing to do, as we do here and there. Uh, and that would be a quick taste test, because we have some, right. oh, we have some no. Oreos here. Oh, so. oh, hey, right. Oreo in the gums, here it comes. Oreo in the gums. Oh. <laughs> um, Beautiful. So I went out to the store, and I actually I texted Man, Volpe. you held off on this for a while. I do. I have willpower. It does. Uh, I don't. So I held off on this for a while. Uh, and I did text uh, Volpe, like, have we tried the pumpkin spice oh, Jesus. Oreos pumpkin before? Spice. I was like, I don't know. Because anyway. we have not, like, I-, I thought I had seen them in the past, but I hadn't had them. You know. hadn't had them. Uh, pumpkin spice is not normally my jam, but let, what? there's no, like, normal opening mechanism on this. There you know a, how they usually have the this, tab? The tearaway. This is missing the tearaway tab. It's not oh, there. Shit. Huh. I've never seen that on an Oreo well, package. It's F totally on packaging absent. Already. Yeah, so failure. This is gonna make way more noise to open now. Then just, and just put it right up in the mic. Just don't. Even I know, right? So the thing about pumpkin spice, I don't think it's really a thing. <laughs> like, what is pumpkin spice? Pumpkin spice. Like pumpkin pie. Spice? I think it's. I think cinnamon, it's like nutmeg. the nutmeg yeah. and the cinnamon. Yeah, because like not cinnamon, even like I'm pumpkin. down with any yeah. any time. But like pumpkin spice. I think it's the red velvet of yeah. like the fall. Yeah. <laughs> like what is red velvet? There's so a, many interpretations. It can get a There's little no weird. There's no such thing. It can get a lot. It can get really artificial tasting. Yeah, I'm not about that. All right, Sam, let's do so this. We, we are passing this. these around. See, let's I couldn't even frisbee throw them over to you like I normally do. So it's a basic white cookie. It looks like pumpkin pie filling. It does, as it should. Smells like it too. Smells. Smells as pumpkin spice should. Now, see, I'm not a pumpkin fan, but sometimes I like pumpkin spice stuff because it's not actually pumpkin flavored. It's just like the spices, the pumpkin like, spice. I need to get in there and just have the pumpkin spice. Mm-hmm. They nailed it. I mean, they got the pumpkin spice down. I just ate the filling out and it was. It's actually good because it's not too strong. It's right. not. Because yeah. sometimes subtle. you get some strong pumpkin fake flavor mm-hmm. and this is just kind of lightly cinnamony. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, can taste the nutmeg. Oh, it's all right. Not the, bad. The best oh. pumpkin spice things are the ones that don't taste like pumpkin spice. <laughs> <laughs> what else do they taste like? Like, I don't really like pumpkin spice coffee from Dunkin' Donuts mm-hmm. because it's it's just offensively artificial tasting. <laughs> okay. Like, but this is this isn't bad. Mm. That's fairly mm-hmm. enjoyable. Yeah, like I said, it's not too much. No. They leave a nice, solid orange ring on the white cookie. Yep. Plenty of coloring in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the coloring is on point. Yeah, I like to it. know the coloring's going through my arteries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not bad, though, ultimately. Because all these Wi-Fi signals aren't causing a problem, I right? Know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, God only knows. Uh-oh, someone's checking the ingredients. That's something we never do. <laughs> we never want to know. It's the usual sugar. Yeah. Yeah. Unbleached flour. Yep. All the dyes. Paprika for coloring, okay. Paprika for coloring. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Paprika doesn't really have a taste, right? That's it can be kind of strong mm-hmm. here and there, but um, it might lend itself to the pumpkin spice <laughs> and flavor. Artificial color. Yeah, of course. They're Shock. good. They're good. Yeah, not bad. I like them. I think they nailed it. Mm. Okay. <laughs> nice. 
Always got to end a show with some sugar, right? That's yeah. right. <laughs> All right. Uh, final thoughts. Something you want to plug, Squalls. You can find me at Squalls, S-K-O-W-A-L-Z, on Twitter, and I stream on Twitch. And, uh, yeah. Volpe? You can follow me on Instagram. It's uh, Mike from the Gym. All one word. And then uh, SBV Supplements. Yeah, that's it. I, <laughs> I love myself. how you always forget your account. I do it's because one of the best. The website's different. True, true. Yeah, so SBB supplements and uh, Mike from the gym. Cool. For everything else we do, head on over to thegeekgeneration.com. If you use iTunes, please rate the show and write a review. We always appreciate those. You can like us at facebook.com slash thegeekgeneration and follow at geekgeneration on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the night angel. Support the show by going to thegeekgeneration.com slash support. Send emails to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com. And as always, the show theme is provided by Machine Supremacy. Link to their site can also be found on our site. We'll be back next week with more geekiness for you. We'll see you then. Later. Bye. See ya. Make it so.